Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Back like we never left. You know. You know. So, today's subject is an interesting one. I don't think it's the first time that we've spoken about it as well. I'm sure I don't think it'll be the last either. Many times, yeah. But it's just one of those subjects that, like, you keep coming back to and it's always going to be relevant mm. because of the world that we live in. But what we're talking about today, Tolly? Changes. <laughs> you know, when you say that, mm. what comes to mind for me? That's what comes to mind for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see That's no change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. But I was thinking through the lyrics and I was like, do you know what? That's not actually a positive message. I know. So... <laughs> it's quite a hopeless oh, one, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not appropriate for the podcast, no. At all. At all. And it's not the kind of changes we're talking about. Oh, not at all, bro. Not yeah. at all. But change, man. It's, it's, so when we when we kind of started talking a little bit about it before Mm. the recording Mm. started Mm. i started to think about some of the customers from the epc business Mm. because one type of customer probably which makes up the majority that we deal with are people that are selling their homes Mm. and usually they're people that are selling their homes and obviously then moving out to move somewhere Mm. else and so one of the questions i usually ask just to kind of see where people are, is how are they feeling about the move? Mm. And you get so many different responses. Mm. You get probably the most common one. I'm dreading packing up. I've been here 20, 30 years or whatever it is. Yes. And I I can't even begin to think about what it's going to be like to pack up all this stuff and move. You get people Mm. that are, because they've lived where they've lived for such a long time, um, they're almost anxious about what the next place is going to be like because you've been there for so long right you know um and it's it's what you're used to and then you get the people that are excited Mm. you get the people that weren't in their existing house for long maybe like Mm. a year or two and they're moving out Mm. so they're less kind of bothered by it but you get to see how different people feel about change and just how many different responses there are to it what do you think has been the most surprising response you've heard from someone about change? As in from the customers or in general? You can do either. About change, the most surprising. Mm. I don't actually know. I don't... There's nothing that jumps out to me straight away. Mm. The most surprising response to change or one you've been like oh that's interesting um nothing jumps to mind and i don't know if it's the time of the day (laughs) 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 nothing how about you though is there anything that stands out for you with change do you know what i think that no matter how much i know that people don't like change yeah I think I'm often quite surprised how 
sometimes people can be in a situation that has a lot of upside for them. Yeah. Um, but they grapple with the fact that the change is going to happen. Even though on the other side of it, there's going to be so much good stuff. Yeah. There is still that fear. There is still that element of, I don't know the unknown. Yeah. Um, so today, for example, I was talking to a lady who she's getting made redundant, right? And she's, yeah. you know, 20 something years older than me, close to retirement age, right? Yeah. And bro, if I'm close to retirement age and you tell me you're about to give me a ton of money, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am laughing. I'm like, I was going to retire anyway. I'm going yeah. early. Great. Yeah. But yeah. I was talking to her today and she said the way that she's grappled with mm. whether she should go or not, whether she should find another job, it actually took someone close to her basically dying of a stroke before she realized, wow. like, no, no, no. And she, they're younger than her. Yeah. And it took that for her to be like, do you know what? I'm going. I'm going to retire uh, yeah. early. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go enjoy my life. <laughs> and I think for me, I was thinking, if I was in your position, there's no way you could convince me to take another job. No mm. way. Mm. Less than five years to retirement, I'm mm. out. Fam, mm, mm, ow. Mm. And that's, I think, what surprises me is that even though sometimes there's so much opportunity and change. Yeah. The grapple that happens on the inside of us as mm. humans is is fascinating. And that almost like the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Um, and of kind of breaking the mold, doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's probably what what is surprising for me, even though I know that people don't like change. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting, man. Mm. And it's interesting how in this situation you can, despite knowing all of the information about how much upside there is, almost be blind to it. Yes. You focus on the the little, oh little issue. Goodness. Peter mm. on the water, bro. That's literally <laughs> what came to my mind, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, big brother Pete. Um, and just the whole thing about where was he looking and how when he looked at the the surrounding environment um, that's when he began to sink but when he was focused mm. on <laughs> Jesus the future everything mm. else mm. that's when he was walking stable as far as we can at least read oh do you know what is interesting right mm. is that you know how it says that basically everything good comes from God everything good mm. is in God mm. so when he was looking at everything good which is Jesus which is mm. the person who's called him mm. he was okay mm. when he took his eyes off what is good and focused on other things mm. because the wind and the waves they're not good yeah yeah you know thinking that that's going to drown me that's not good but once he yeah. took his eyes off what, what was good and looked at the negative side of things that's when it really like took him this might be a little bit abstract but for some reason i thought about the garden and okay how obviously the garden contained everything good mm. it contained a tree that had the mm -hmm. knowledge of good and evil good and evil yeah right and yeah man for some reason mm. when you said what you said about Peter and when he looked at what was good and all of that kind of stuff and when he looked mm. away from what was good it took me back there as well because I think there's something to be observed from that as well definitely because definitely. he spent six days everything that he created and he said it was good and he said mm. it was good 
and he said mm. it was very good. Mm. And it's only where and it's isn't it interesting how the tree had the knowledge of good and evil, mm. right? Is it the mixing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even gonna try and go somewhere that I don't even know. Yeah. yeah, there are so many questions about the tree that yeah. I have no answers to any of them. So I think it's so interesting because that is the one thing. So imagine if they'd spent all their time exploring the garden, yeah. all the trees, yeah, all the not all the trees, but like all the animals, all the seas, mm. like everything that was there, they would have never run out of things to look at or to enjoy. Mm. But it was that one negative thing, the thing that had the potential to even be negative. Mm. Mm, that's mm, where mm. they're that's where they were tempted that's where they were drawn isn't that like the thing or speaking to the thing that we're talking about with change is that yeah sometimes rather than focusing on all of the good that's in front of us yeah our attention and our attention is drawn to our energies are sapped by the the seemingly small one thing or the minor thing in comparison, which is negative or potentially negative. 100%. And I was just thinking, as you said that, it wasn't until, because they knew it existed. Yeah. yeah the knowledge yeah, of yeah. that tree or the knowledge of that potentially evil thing. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the knowledge that hurt them. So I can know that, look, there is the unknown over there. Yeah. 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 I can yeah. know that. Yeah. You know, they could have even gone to look at it. They could have gone to touch it if Oof. they really wanted to. Yeah. But it wasn't until they ate it. And chewed on it, bro. Chewed on it. Mm. Swallowed it. Mm. That's when it became a reality for them. So, okay, you know that there's some negativity or some potential unknown or whatever. Oh my gosh, man. You don't have to eat it. You don't have to chew on it. You can just know it's over there. Go play in the rest of the garden and enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's not actually going to kill you until you eat it. Mm. And when you fix um, your attention on it, mm. it's only a matter of time before you now approach it and then yep. touch it and touch then bite it. into it and eat then it. eat it and then experience the results that come out mm. from it. Mm. And the result is death, right? Because he said, and the day you eat of it, you will surely die. Yeah. And granted, we all already know that we're all going to see death. But yeah. even in terms of what we're talking about, we're talking about death of your dreams. Yeah. You know, yeah, death yeah, of the things, yeah. your destiny, the things that are actually laid out for you yeah. can be killed by that. <clears throat> and those are some of the most dangerous deaths, right? Because mm. it's not the death that you see immediately in physical form. Because like, I can mm. imagine, like, I'm not trying to be all deep in that, but if I was in the garden and I took that first bite and I'm like, mm. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for those yeah. that can't see me, I just pinched myself. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's kind of what would run through my head up until I obviously yes. hear him say, Arnold, where are you? Et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Mm. But it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like the fact that it is a, a death that we can't necessarily see with our eyes immediately, at least, mm. is what makes it even more dangerous. Because, oh. go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, no. No, 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 go, go, go. You go. go. You Say go. it. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Because also that means that you can continue to eat of that fruit. Oh, my god. Because gosh. you don't see the result. So sometimes you're eating something and you're thinking, oh, this isn't that bad. You yeah. know, it's not affected yeah. me. Yeah. But actually you're continuing to eat it and more and more things are dying in your life because it's, yeah. not, just, it's not just like a one-time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, when we're talking yeah. about fear and worry and that kind of <sighs> stuff, like that is something that takes hold of people. 
So yeah. it's killing things in your life and you don't even know it. And you don't even know it. You can't even see it. Mm. Because now I imagine the person who, in this, like just as an example, like who's fixated on the fear of whatever's on the other side of this decision or what's on the other side of what's coming and stuff like that as mm. well. Being so fixated on that, they can then become a fearful person, not just in that situation, but mm. almost using that as the lens through which they then Everything. see other things. Mm. And like, it then reminds me of how even Job speaks about the thing that I feared the most has fear come, has upon, come me, upon me. Right. Mm. So it's almost mm. like, imagine the fear that you fixated on now actually mm. comes to reality because you've allowed it. You've, you've, you've watered and nurtured that seed enough to give it life to become mm. Mm. now you feel like you have an experience yeah, to say yeah the last time that, this is yeah. how it happened yeah and so I knew now it this everything way. that comes thereafter you look mm. at through that broken lens mm. and then it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy mm. it's sure it's so true because as humans we look for things that confirm our beliefs mm. right and we like and this is the thing right with faith right is that mm. you're putting seed out there you're you're watering it like that's what you're believing for it's so when you're believing for something negative to happen best believe something negative is going to happen you're yeah, attracting yeah, it to yourself yeah. like that is how it works just like faith and fear they're almost like opposites they're, they're the same force the same, but yeah different things absolutely you know absolutely and and i think that's yeah yeah man that's the powerful thing about when you flip it and you look at it through the perspective. Because like the fear, that is the the sinful thing. That is the the missing the mark of how it was originally designed to operate thing, right? Because we were always meant why, to though? operate in faith. It's like fear is faith, but in the wrong thing. Absolutely. So it's distorted. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's a distorted application of the force that we were meant to live by to live by and that's Agreed. what's so dangerous about it mm. because mm. it's it's running the principle but running it in the wrong context yes right it's mm. it's ah, my mind bro <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so interesting because they put faith in something outside of the word of god is basically Absolutely. what they did yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. the word of god says yeah don't eat of this or you will die and they mm. put their faith in the word of the enemy mm. which said you won't die if you eat that mm. you know even when you think about how that extrapolates out through time the mm. word of god jesus is the word of god right mm. Mm. so do we put our faith in his words what he mm. says to us what the bible says mm. or do we put our faith in what the world says in what mm. other people say in what our parents say in what our bosses say like mm. whose whose word are we putting faith in the world that we live is is the world that we live in sorry is constantly going through change <laughs> and because this is this is the funny thing about change right is that whether we like it or not it's happening right day by day we are getting older yep moment by moment we have 
breathed one more breath than we breath breathed. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I get you. you. Know, the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and more breath has been taken. More breath has been taken, and we're also one breath closer to the mm. other side of eternity. And so, like the world that we live in is designed and operates through constant change seasons mm. right mm. spring summer autumn mm. winter like mm. it's constant and this is bro this is now garden lessons bro <laughs> <laughs> garden lessons are starting to come out because even with um just to plug those that may have missed it check out the garden episodes we talk about every now and then but even with some of the stuff that i've been learning about our garden how to look after it how to keep it in good shape like one of the things that kind of took me a little bit off was when someone was telling me about grass how the way you treat in summer isn't the same as what you treat in winter Mm, mm. the climate's different Mm, right mm, how mm. much water is required in one season is different from what is required in the next another Mm. right and even outside of grass different types of plants you can tell this is someone that's trying to really grow in this this garden (laughs) but even with different types of different types of plants have different types of requirements and environments in which they will grow but all of those things are constantly experiencing change Mm. right the environment the seasons around them are constantly changing so we also have to continue changing how we deal with them in order to get the best out of them Mm. and that is by god's design yeah right? that wasn't yeah. change isn't something that happened because of the curse mm. right because you see that god planted the garden mm. and the garden grew come on right so mm. from the beginning that's how he made it to be and it said and each each seed started bearing fruit after its own kind yeah 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 which means yeah. that there's a growing process there's a budding there's fruiting there's everything Mm. And he told Adam to tend the garden, Mm. which meant Mm. that the garden was going to be growing. It was going to be Mm. changing. It was going to be evolving. He'd Mm. already put the moon and the stars in place. So there was going to be night and day. Mm. He'd already set time and space. So there was going to be years. There was going to be seasons. Mm. But the idea was for Adam and Eve to be continuous throughout all of the seasons of Mm. eternity. Like Mm. that's how it was Mm. meant to be. Mm. Mm. So change is how God has created the world to be. Mm. Growth is part of what is meant to happen. Mm, mm. seasons are meant to be there but the only thing is is that when we think of winter we think of cold and barren and things like that that's mm. not what winter was even meant to be like mm. do you know what i mean like they the temperature was always like perfect they were never meant to be freezing they were never meant to be mm. too hot so how we experience seasons and winter and barrenness and all that's that's not how it was meant to be What do you think are some of the biggest mistakes we make when it comes to change? Um, I think we believe it's not really meant to happen is one of them. (laughs) To be honest with you, like, yeah. I feel like that is the biggest thing is that we see it almost like an enemy as opposed to a friend. Mm. That's what I think we see it as an enemy, not a friend. So... When you have an enemy coming towards you, what do you do? Draw your gun. 
you draw your gut. You're a fight person. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fight person. So you either fight or you flight, right? So some people will fight. Some people will run. Yeah? They'll keep running, 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 running. Yeah? Mm, mm. Or they'll fight it. But what do you do if you see your friend coming? You smile. You're ready to embrace. You're excited about the opportunity to engage. You You welcome welcome them. Exactly, you embrace it, like you said. You come in for them, whatever you, however you embrace, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. And I think that people are treating time like an enemy and not like a not time change, like mm. an enemy and not like a friend. Mm. They're not welcoming it. They're not embracing it. They're not asking questions of it. Mm. They're not talking with. It. They're not conversing with it. They're just trying to fight it, it or run from it. To... Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Right, yeah. Podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's really good. That's a really, really good point. So, as you know, I have a life change coming up, mm. which, you know, once it's happened, I will share with, with everyone that's listening. Um, mm. And today I just realized that I need to start preparing for the change. You mm. know, I need to start adjusting my routines, my thoughts, how I'm approaching things. Mm. in line with the change that I know is coming Mm. Um, because I feel like sometimes we leave it right till the last minute to really get into the change Mm. and so for me what I'm trying to do is prepare myself by some of the little things that you do day to day Mm. to be ready for that change you know knowing that okay a change is coming so just like you know when you're coming into a different season in the garden you start to understand okay what what's going to happen in winter that I need to prepare for you know do i start buying the stuff that i'm going to need in winter because if you mm. buy the stuff when it's winter you're going to pay more money so you Come start on. preparing you start yeah. doing the right things before that so mm. that it's a seamless change it's not like a really jarring change mm. and that's what i'm really trying to do in, in approaching my life change and say okay what are some of the adjustments that i'm going to mm. make so i'm not going to be doing this thing on a certain day anymore i need to start adjusting for that start mm. planning for that mm. um I feel like it's just been a really powerful thing for me even just today to just think through the change that's coming and how mm. am I going to really prepare for that? Mm. You know, what are the habits that I need in place mm. that I can start to prepare my mind for? Because that's really what some of this is, right? It's a mindset thing. Yeah. It's that, okay, this has changed. Okay, now what? You know, yeah, but if yeah. you've got some some things in your mind already ready, like, okay, when this changes, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. It makes a massive difference. Hmm. Yeah, for real, man. For real. How do you guys feel about change? I think really ask yourself, how do I feel about change? Am Mm. I treating it as an enemy or am I treating it as a friend? Are Mm. there ways that I can start to embrace change better in my day-to-day life? Because it's everywhere. You know, it's everywhere that you look. It's everywhere. Um, and, I th- and I, you go. Yeah, sorry. No, you go. I was just gonna say, and I think one of the things that we really do have that we can hold on to as kingdom citizens, children of the King and the Creator, is the scripture that you probably hear us quote all the time: Romans eight twenty eight twenty eight, which yeah. teaches us that all things work mm. together for good mm. for those that love God. And those mm. that are called according to his purpose. Mm. We can we can really like even when it doesn't seem like the change is good, 
and it doesn't seem like we can see the upside mm. we can be confident that he's going to work it together for our good agreed that's pretty say? much what I was going to say that <laughs> is pretty much exactly what I was going to say is that not all change is going to feel good yeah. But as Christians, we have the hope that God is working out for our good. So it might not make sense. Yeah. It might not look like a good change, but yeah. know that God is working out for our good. And in that, you know, strength is built, you know, yeah. understanding, vision, testimony, all of that stuff comes from even some of those bad changes that happen because mm. we live in a world that is the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. So there is going to be evil, you know. Mm. Hmm. to that. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reasons to Behold podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Info at reasonsbehold.com and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.